Welcome to Sash Says, a podcast providing insightful conversations, connecting pageants, people, and purpose, where we believe in wearing your invisible crown, walking in grace, and leaving a little sparkle wherever you go. And now, here's your host, business owner, beauty queen, speaker, pageant coach, and all-around Southern Belle, Leah Hatter. Hi, Queens. Leah here. As I record this intro, I am listening to the birds singing outside and am enjoying this beautiful weather. I am so thankful for this new day of this new week filled with new opportunities. I guess new is my key word for the week. And speaking of new opportunities, I recently had the chance to chat with my new friend in pageantry. She is a native of Louisiana and will represent the great state of Louisiana in the Mrs. International competition coming up very soon. I was so inspired by her motivation to make a difference in others' lives, as well as her desire to share the message of hope with others to keep persevering, even in tough times. We also chatted about some of her favorite quotes and Bible verses and how God can use a title holder to share messages of faith and purpose in pageantry. We hope that you enjoy the episode and will be encouraged from listening to our conversation. Remember to rain on, be awesome today, and welcome to Sasha's podcast, Mrs. Louisiana International 2020, Laura OBA. I am so good. Thank you. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for asking. I'm so excited to have you on Sasha's podcast today. I'm, I'm so excited. I've been listening to you. There's not that many pageant podcasts and you give the information that we all want. We want to know what's going on in the girl's head. What's her year like, you know, and you get that information. So really, I thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited. Goodness, well, Laura, I appreciate uh, the kind comments about this podcast. It has been um, a work in progress, but again, I'm so excited to have you on here representing the great state of Louisiana as Mrs. Inter- oh, girl, I almost said you were Mrs. International. Not yet, not yet, y'all. Hey, that's Mrs. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Inter- yeah. okay. Mrs. Louisiana International. 2020. Congratulations. How are you feeling right now being the Mrs. Louisiana International 2020? It is. It's amazing. I have been, it's been there on my goals for almost three, well, probably more than three years. And so when I got my banner in, I had this mirror in my bedroom and I hung the banner over the mirror. So every single morning I could see it. And my son came in one day and he said, mom, are you Mrs. Louisiana International for everybody in Louisiana? And I said, yes. And his eyes got big and he went, oh my gosh. And I think, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> it's, it's an honor. It really is. I'm so thankful to be a part of such a great group of people, such a great system. Sure. So why did you decide to apply to become Mrs. Louisiana International? Well, it all started, my pageant journey started way back in high school, 
didn't know what I was doing, just, you know, on a whim joined, um, competed in a pageant. And that just kind of put the bug in me. And then I went through college and that's a whole other story where I just, I wanted to compete, but I didn't have the confidence in myself and I was worried, what are my friends going to think? What are they, you know, what are they going to say if I'm doing a pageant and they're going to LSU football games? Like that's, how is this going to work? So I kept pushing it aside, pushing it aside. And then three years ago, I was at home with um, a a mom of four and we were in the thick of preschool, um, potty training. I mean, it was, it was momhood and I needed something to, um, give me some sort of relief (laughs) from the constant, um, mundaneness that mommyhood can bring. And so I started listening to YouTube videos on pageantry and it was just something fun and exciting. It just kind of pulled me out of my world. Well, then I ended up stumbling upon when a pageant, they interviewed Priscilla Pruitt, who was Mrs. International 2016. Yes. And it just, it floored me. She was on this interview with her husband and there she's talking about her faith and she's talking about the impact she's making and how she's doing this role with her whole family involved. And it just, it moved me so much. And I thought, whoa, I want to be, I want to be that woman. It's like, I want to be professional. I want to be beautiful. I want to be articulate. I want to be so bold in who I am and so comfortable in who I am. And so that's where, that's where the international, the draw for Mrs. International really pulled, um, pulled at me. Um, Timing wasn't right. And we still had young children. I still had children at home. They weren't in school yet. So I knew there wasn't a way I could break away yet. So um, my youngest uh, started school this fall and I told my husband, I said, okay, I said, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to apply. I'm doing it. <laughs> for the gold. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, it's, it's everyone's in school. It's, I'm doing it. So, um, so yeah, so I applied and um, then, you know, went through, I don't know if you if you want me to tell you the whole how it works in Louisiana now, what my application process was like, I don't know if you want me to go into sure. that. So you decided to apply to become a queen within the international system, and then how exactly does that work? Did you um, sign up like a, as an at-large contestant, or did you compete in an actual state pageant? Yeah, great question. Um, for Louisiana, we don't have a state director, so it is an at-large um what do you call it? competition, I guess. Um, so I applied and had to fill out an application and things. And then I had a, after, through that, I had a 45 minute phone conversation with the international systems director. Yes. Um, and then, which was, she's amazing. And yes, it was yes. wonderful. <laughs> um, and then a few, I didn't hear anything for about a month and a half. And then finally she called in December and um, offered me the title. So I was oh. well, Congratulations again. Goodness gracious. It seems like you had uh, quite the journey becoming Mrs. Louisiana International. But what did you feel like finally receiving that phone call that it was all set and secure that you were going to Mrs. International? Oh my gosh. It was amazing. <laughs> I told her on the phone. I said, I said, Mary, I said, thank you so much. I'm terrified and I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so my dear friends were texting me, have you heard yet? Have you heard anything? What, you know, what's going on? They were as anxious as I was. Um, and I told them, I said, okay, I said, I'm doing it. I said, but now the hard work is about to begin. <laughs> I said, now I got I got to really, I got to get to it. I got to hire the coach. I got to get on the fitness routine. You know, all the steps <laughs> that go into it. It was like, okay, it's real. It's real and we're doing it. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, being a pageant queen, y'all, uh, a lot of times it's more than being just a pretty face, um, yeah. especially within a system as prestigious as the Mrs. International system. And so, Laura, would you mind breaking down the competitions for us? Is there an interview, um, an onstage question? Uh, are you required to have some type of platform? Kind of break that down for us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It There are, there, there are different age divisions. Um, I'll start with that. So we have a preteen, we have a teen, a miss, and then misses. Um, and I, I'm not as familiar with those other ones. I'm not exactly sure. I think that, I think miss and preteen, I think they do fun fashion. Um, but for misses, we do, all the contestants are required to have a platform. Um, so that's a requirement across the board. Um, so we have interview is 50% of our score and then 25% is fitness wear and 25% is evening gown. And so um, the, the night of finals, we are the top 16 are announced and then the top 16 will do an on-stage um, question, we'll answer an on-stage question, and which of course will be compiled into their interview score as well. So there's, um, it, it's very largely important to have a platform that you connect with, to have something that's really you. And, and I was told that, you know, the judges look for that, you know, they don't want you just grabbing something random. I mean, it needs to sure. be <laughs> in with your brand. And it, and it's really, I, at first, when I first heard about the international system way back in, gosh, when was it? I think it was 2012. And I was still, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't at that level yet in my life on <laughs> being able to really give my heart and soul into a platform or, or something like that. And it was truth to tell you the truth. I was really intimidated. I was like a platform. You mean you have to, you have to really believe in something and support something. And I remember thinking, I can't, I can't do that. Uh, well then fast forward. <laughs> Fast forward and here we are. Um, and it's really great because now I look back and I'm like, man, I'm like, how would you, it would be harder for me to not have a platform. You know, it's something to really, it really, it's motivating and it's, it's exciting to know that we're, that each one of us are making a difference in our own unique way. We're, because we each have our own unique platform that we're standing on. So it's really, it's really neat. Sure. And speaking of having a unique platform, Laura, what is your platform for this year? My platform is spreading hope beyond grief. Um, and so I am talking, speaking, um, trying to open up the conversation about grief. I lost my only sister in 2015. She had brain cancer and that experience. So it was the first time I had ever experienced such a deep loss. I mean, she was, you know, my companion growing up. And um, so that knocked me down. And as I grew and slowly grew, and as I went through my journey of grief, I realized there 
weren't that many resources that I wanted, that I needed. And what I really looked for, I mean, I'd be there at night looking through my phone, scrolling for something to, to kind of, I wanted something or someone to tell me, how am I supposed to feel? How am I supposed to deal with this? You know, what are my feelings? What does it look like? What's it going to be like in a few weeks? What's it going to be like next year? Um, and, and I just really couldn't find anything that really connected to me. And so through my, through my journey, I've realized the thing that's the most impactful for someone who's grieving is simply just hearing someone else's story, hearing kind of the, just the, I mean, even the dark and the heaviness, mm -hmm. hearing what they went through can heal you and can help you feel connected. So through, um, through that, once I admitted to myself that that's what my platform needed to be, <laughs> because I didn't want to admit it at first, I said, no, it's too heavy. Let's not do that. Um, but that's me and that that's really who I am. So what I've gone through. Um, so I've partnered with Experience Camps and Experience okay. Camps is an amazing organization. They hold free summer camps for grieving children. So children who have lost a parent, a sibling, or a primary caregiver. And it, they have four, no, I'm sorry, excuse me. They have five locations in the United States and it's a week long summer camp. And it's a place where these kids can go, where they can, when they can have fun. I mean, it's camp, it's water skiing, it's rock climbing, horseback riding. So they can feel like they're really a kid, but at the same time, everyone who's around them has experienced that same level of loss. So they get it and they don't have to explain themselves. They don't have to feel funny about talking about their grief. And so it's a fabulous organization. And one of the biggest things that the founder and director, she and I were talking um, a few weeks ago, and she said the heart of it is connection. The heart of it is if you in your grief know that you can connect to someone else who kind of knows where, where you are, what you're going through, then you can find healing and then that you're not isolated, and, which is so important for kids. And um, so I'm officially an ambassador for Experience Camps and I'm raising okay. awareness. I'm um, talking about it with you, which thank you. I want people to yeah. know, <laughs> go to their website, figure, you know, learn about it. Um, and especially in Louisiana, they, there are hardly, they've never had a camper from Louisiana. There's not very much traction down here. Um, and so I, I, I told the, the founder and director when I reached out to her, I said, okay, I'm going to change that. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to let people know because these precious children, they need to have somewhere they can go to, to be healed. And I mean, gosh, I mean, I can't imagine helping a child through grief. I mean, it was hard enough for me to get myself through it. You know, I can't imagine the burden on the parents and the family. And, and it's just, it's a wonderful place and it's free and it's people, the kids go back every year and it's, I'm really thankful to be a part of it. So Laura, what advice would you give to someone who is grieving the loss of a loved one? Or what were some things that you did in order to help yourself move forward? For me, gosh, I would advise them to, first of all, move slow and be gentle with yourself. I know for me, I, my whole perspective on life sort of I, just had to be changed. 
I came at this situation of my sister's illness. I came at it with such optimism and I just knew, you know, you know, sunshine and roses, it's going to be great. She's going to be fine. Um, and then whenever it didn't turn out that way, it, I, I pretty much felt like I was just knocked down. I felt like I was just me, Laura, what I believed was kind of erased and I needed to slowly, slowly build that back up. And for me, it was a, like, I know it, it, it almost sounds like it's a, what a dark, terrible thing, but God's with you. Like God was with me in that pain and in that darkness. And I mean, just, and I would say, like I said, just be gentle with yourself and give yourself time, give yourself time to feel those feelings and feel those emotions and they're hard and they're terrible, but there's, it's those deep, deep pain that you feel, you feel it because God gave you someone to love so deeply. And so that love for that person that you're, that, that you've lost, that's, that love is still there and that connection with them. And then you can connect to other people. Gosh. And I just, I suggest them to reach out, uh, reach out to me, send me an email. Um, I do have a blog that I started and I'm, I'm one of my topics is grief. And, and I just share, like I said earlier, it's just kind of my raw story and the raw feelings. And I think um, that's an encouraging thing for people to, to know that, that definitely you're not the only one. I've connected with several other girls who have lost sisters just through Instagram. Um, I started following the sister loss um, hashtag and it's, it's really blew my mind. I did it. I was like, okay, you know, I'm trying to be like a young hip cool kid. And I mean, I've connected with these women who've also lost a sister and it's just, it's really neat there. I, I would suggest, you know, just seeking out that type of um, connection with someone else and let yours and be gentle with yourself and let yourself feel, feel those, those hard feelings and know that, that you're going to be changed, but you're going to be changed for, for good. And there, there's purpose, there's still purpose in your life and just go easy. Sure. Absolutely. And Laura, I know it's uh, very difficult for you to share your story, especially concerning uh, the loss of your sister, but you never know who you're inspiring and you mm -hmm. never know who's watching. And so uh, speaking of uh, connection, I do think that it helps you become even more relatable to other people because there are other people who are perhaps going through that same type of experience right now. And they might think, well, I'm the only one going through this. Nobody understands me. There's nobody there to support me, um, et cetera. So yes, I'm so glad that you're sharing uh, that story. And I think it helps um, build a legacy for your sister because her memory's not lost. It, it, it's like it continues. And mm -hmm. it's going, going to continue by you promoting this platform and sharing her story. Um, so what other appearances have you made so far as Mrs. Louisiana International? Well, with um, our coronavirus, <laughs> things yeah. have things have, have changed up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have mercy! But <laughs> uh, you know, it's fine. My my four kids who were supposed to be in school are now all at home, so it's like, okay, it's all right. We can we can make this work, right? Um, <laughs> but luckily, I've I've been uh, interviewed by you, which is which I'm very thankful. Um, I have. 
I'm going to be filming two videos this week. Mm. They're going to be sent out to the sorority systems at LSU. LSU is just right in our backyard. Um, so Go Tigers. That's right. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Especially because you're from Bama. I mean, hey, <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, goodness. I'm, I will let you in on a little secret. I'm an Auburn fan. Oh, you are. Hard. I'm an okay. Auburn fan. But, That's no, good. I, <laughs> That's better. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Y'all, we're going to start a rivalry through this podcast. No, okay. So these, these two videos, Laura, what, what do they consist of? What, what's going on with these videos? I, it's going to be a short little 10 minute motivational spiel, you know, with these sweet girls who are, they were trying to finish, you know, a lot of them are seniors, a lot of, some of them are freshmen, they just joined their sorority, and now they are like, what, what's going on? Now I can't even be at school anymore. So it's just going to be a 10 minutes, just going to be like me sitting here, you know, just talking to them, encouraging them a little bit, and also, of course, telling them about Experience camps because experience camps does need volunteers. They run on volunteers and college students are ideal for that. Um, and then also tell them about the uh, Miss Louisiana International System because we do not have a Miss Louisiana Queen yet. So let's uh we need to get that word out because it's a great great place to join so I'm, I'm doing that i have a radio interview and i have some news interviews scheduled for whenever we can all be near each other once again and there's a relay for life that i that i'm involved in and there's also a golf tournament that i'm going to take part in that that is for um education the education foundation puts on a golf tournament so that's um that's really it up until july when the the pageant is and then i'll then i'll i'm going to be working on more appearances following that for the fall oh sure well i'm so excited that you have this full schedule set i mean even in the midst of this coronavirus covid 19 stuff that's going on you you've got so many things on on your to-do list and it just seems like you're just motivated and you're just ready to hit every single one of them. And so, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, you are ready to hit the road, making even more appearances. Um, and so when you are not making an appearance as Mrs. Louisiana International, would you mind telling us a little bit about your personal life? We'll be right back with Sash Says, right after these messages. Ring on. Camille Schreier, Miss America 2020, and you are listening to Sash Says. Hi, Queens. Leah here. I hope that you are enjoying the episode as much as I did recording it. Sash Says is available on several media platforms, such as Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you have a chance, please feel free to follow the podcast, rate it, or leave a review. Let me know what you think of the episode. As always, rain on and back to the show. And now back to more sparkly conversation with Sash Says and your host, Leah Hatter. I laugh, I say, my husband, so my husband and I got married 
it was right after I finished college. Um, it was two months after I graduated from college, got married. And then all of a sudden, a year later, I was pregnant and we went, oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> and then a year and a half after that, I was pregnant again. And we went, oh my gosh, a year and a half later, I was pregnant again. And then a year, I mean, each, so we had four kids in five years oh, and wow. life was an adventure still an adventure. Um, but our daily life, okay, let's see. Our daily life consists of, I'm woken up in the morning by my four-year-old. She climbs in the bed. She's the youngest. She climbs in the bed and just kind of snuggles, which she's the baby. So I welcome that. I say, sure, let's get as many snuggles as we can. <laughs> so then we're all up. And when they were in school, we were all up at about um, six o'clock and breakfast, uniforms on, and then they went out the door. And then my adult life was usually from about eight o'clock until 1.30. And then I jump in the car and go pick them up from school. And then I laugh and say, my adult life's done. Like nobody call me, <laughs> nothing. We're, <laughs> I'm right. I am full mommy. And then we, you know, and then we have homework and my son is really, he does a, he's really into baseball. So there's baseball practice. There's um, tumbling practice. There's piano. Um, we, I try, I don't want them to be over committed just from, really my own sanity and for their peace of mind as well. So we try not to do too much. Um, I'm also a realtor and I also have a um, home staging business where I do what's called soft staging. And that's where I decorate vacant homes with just minimal touches, hand towels and shower curtains. And if you you know, cups or plates on the kitchen counter. So that, I really enjoy that a lot. I'm actually right this, right just today, I um, am just, I've decided to expand that, right? I, I've been doing it for just one real estate team and just for their listings. And then I had the opportunity to purchase um, over the inventory of another company who was, they were moving one, they weren't going to be doing the staging anymore. And so I was able to purchase their inventory. Um, so now I'm expanding and I'm going to go into more of our market center <laughs> to um, give that, uh, that value to the other realtors in our market center. And it's wonderful because it's creative. I like to be creative and I can kind of do it on my own time where it, which works really well with, of course, with all the kids and their, their uh, busy schedule. Right. But Laura, you are just a busy, busy bee. I mean, when, when do you sleep? Do you have time to sleep? I mean, you know, eat. <laughs> <laughs> you take a shower with oh my gosh <laughs> okay the shower thing oh man I mean that is it's you know I go and I lock the bathroom door and then the kids are knocking you know I'm like mama my husband calls me the he calls me the mommy magnet because the kids are mommy 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 <laughs> oh, but oh it's connected to you <laughs> It's, it's wild it's wild but it's great and the thing that's been so cool like I mean that that busyness, I was concerned about it going into Mrs. Louisiana International, and I got with the most wonderful coach in the world. You probably heard of her, Susie Boots. Oh, She's yeah. the official coach of the Inter Mrs. International, and um, and I told her, she said, she asked you in the, one of the very beginning of our session, she says, 
why do you want to be Mrs. International? And why do you not want to be Mrs. International? And it makes you really think. And I told her, and one of my, I do not want to be, I said, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt my family. I don't want to put stress on them because I'm not there. And it has, and just voicing that did so much for me and to kind of see what it would look like. And now it's been so beautiful because all my kids are supporting me and they're, they love it. Like my four-year-old found a um, fingernail polish bottle. We were painting nails and it had uh, roses on it. And that's the international logo. It's a crown with roses. And she comes running and says, it's the international. It's the international. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, y'all get it. And they're so on board. And my six-year-old's already planned out what dress she wants to wear to the pageant. And so it's it's been really neat to see that you really can you can, whenever you're, as a mother, when you're going after a goal or a dream or a desire that's been put in your heart, it's amazing to see how it will impact your kids. You know, and I think, I think authenticity and being truly us is what changes the world, changes everybody. Sure, absolutely. And Laura, you've already stated how much you love the international system. Uh, Obviously, your kids are on board with you being a Mrs. Queen. What does your husband think? about you becoming Mrs. Louisiana International 2020 and a possible Mrs. International? Well, he, he's amazing. His response, when I told him, I said, okay, I said, I'm, when I was sending him my application, I said, I'm doing it. I'm just doing it. He said, okay. He goes, I support you, but I don't understand it. (laughs) I said, okay, well, that's okay. You don't need to understand it yet. Like, it's okay. You'll get it. Um, and so he, he was never around pageantry. He never knew anything about it. Um, and so he, it's, he loves it. He's thrilled that I'm being so proactive and I'm really going after, going after the dreams that are in my heart. He's for him. I mean, he's a go-getter and he's an entrepreneur and he is, He's, I mean, he never wants to stop. He's always go, 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 go. And I'm more of the laid back, you know, calm or one. And so I think for him to see like this different side of me, like he loves it. Like he, it's exciting for him. And, um, and it's funny because I'll share with him, you know, the things that my coach and I, Susie and I talk about in our sessions and he'll respond and go, oh, that's really great. And it is like, it's like, he's like, Oh, that's good. I need to, you know, I need to do that too. And so it's really neat. And at Mrs. International, they, well, since I didn't have our state pageant, which is, which is, you know, I wish I would could have had that experience, but that's okay. But at Mrs. International, your husband escorts you during evening gown. And I'm so excited. He is in the Air National Guard and he never really has chances to wear his dress uniform. And so I'm thrown. I'm like, you, and he hates the spotlight. Oh, he hates it. So I can't wait. I'm like, this is good. I was like, I can't wait to see you up there in your uniform. And it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be really special. 
Oh, I think it's uh, fantastic. And I'm, I'm so glad that he's learning more and more because pageantry mm -hmm. is it's its own little world. It's like right. its own little universe, um, yeah. especially with certain systems that do require appearances and platforms and some types of community service projects, et cetera. Um, and so I think he he's going to learn a whole lot <laughs> this year uh, with you being Mrs. Louisiana International. Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad, too, that you are participating in a system that does encourage family participation, and then um, they also provide chances for your husband to make appearances with you, and so the husbands are included mm -hmm. um, instead of being excluded, mm -hmm. and uh, two, isn't it also true, Laura, that with Mrs. International, if you do win that title, your husband gets to crown you? Do, do I have that correct? Yes, that's right. Yes, the husband comes on the stage and does he puts the crown on your head. Oh wow! Um, so are you are you um, already practicing your crowning faces for when you do win Mrs. International? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes, that's what they say. They're like, you know, you have to visualize it. And so I will lay in bed and I'm still I still don't quite have it. I still don't quite have the vision yet, but it's it's gonna come. Not, not yet. You can just make a TikTok or something, you know. <laughs> some type, you can make some type of video with with your different crowning faces. Love it. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh gracious! Well, related to being on stage and uh, competing in a pageant, do you have any advice that you would like to share um, with our listeners, whether they're current title holders, uh, mm -hmm. former title holders, or maybe they're interested in competing in their first pageant? Do you have any type of advice or encouragement that you would like to share? Sure. I say do your research on yourself and really know who you are and, and think about what really helped me kind of see the big picture was, you know, what are my three top character traits? and taking those and then putting them into a brand and letting, seeing myself as a brand. I know for me, it's, I would much more enjoy talking about someone else than talking about me. So when I can see myself more as a, as a company and like Laura Oye, Mrs. Louisiana International, I'm a company. I'm not representing Laura OBA. I'm representing the state of Louisiana. And when I could make that switch in my head to see myself as a company, as a brand, then it just, it gave me so much more motivation and it'll give you so much more passion and it'll give you um, just that authenticity in yourself and to love yourself and to love the flaws, the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, just to, just to be thankful for who you are and that God made you special and he made you who you are and that you being you and being your special personal brand, whatever system, whatever you're representing, that is going to go out and it's going to touch other people. And it's going to, because you can't go wrong whenever God made somebody and that person's flourishing. Oh, sure. And I, I love that verse, too, that says, um, I will praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And I think, uh, don't you agree that the judges are looking for someone who's unique? Yes, absolutely. I do. I, I don't know if you've read, um, Kristen Dalton wrote, uh, she was Miss USA, and she wrote The Sparkle Effect. Yes, ma'am. I own that one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's what she, that's exactly what she says. Her whole book oh. is about 
your sparkle is God inside of you and you living it out in full authenticity. Yeah. And that's what the judges see. That's the it, that's the it factor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting too, um, how she talks about what exactly is this it factor that people keep talking about because so many people have different perspectives and, and opinions mm-hmm. um, of what makes a girl like the it girl or what mm-hmm. makes a girl stand out. But I think one of the best ways to stand out is to be yourself and to be unique, be your polished self. Um, and y'all, That's good. judges are so sick and tired of seeing carbon copies of people. Mm-hmm. So don't try to mimic somebody else. Um, and so, Laura, I know that whenever you do compete for the Mrs. International title, you are going to be Laura OBA. You're not going to try to act like Susie Boots. You're not going to try to act like the current Mrs. International. You're going to go in as Laura, and you're going to compete as Laura. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's it hard not to compare. It's hard not to look and say, oh my gosh, well, she's doing this and she's doing this. And, you know, what am I doing? And it's, it's hard. Yeah. So I I think, I thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, We all need motivation. (laughs) Yeah. We all need motivation. I think um, every now and then a lot of us can use a good pump up um, too, but then we see, I think so many times, Laura, feel free to jump in on this. Um, different pictures of other women on social media or watching stuff on television or we see um, you know these different types of videos um, that portray these women who we think are the it factor who are so gorgeous or so smart or so whatever and so a lot of times I think that um, many pageant contestants they'll feel like they need to compare themselves to those women who they do see or they may feel really insecure because they'll mm-hmm. say, oh, well, I'll never measure up to Mrs. So-and-so or Miss So-and-so. And so I just don't know what the judges would see in me mm-hmm. that, that would sparkle or would shine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. And it's, it, I mean, gosh, I mean, I fall into that too. I mean, it's, I just, I wrote a blog article about it just last week about that comparison and it, it it's, it's whenever we, just like you said, we, we put ourselves down, we overlook ourselves. And it's, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like, wait, how can I overlook what God made? It's like, God made me like this. I'm different from her. And thank goodness. Like we, I I don't, like you said, they don't, the judges don't want the same person, you know, that, you know, not the same person year after year after year. They want somebody who's truly them. And I think that's, that's what people can relate to. They, you know, the, the audience, the platform, whoever it is, you know, international system, be an international platform, they can relate, those people can relate to somebody who truly knows who they are and is comfortable in who they are and confident in who they are, because then there's no insecurity and there's not that comparison. Comparison just steals joy and it steals compassion. And, and that's what my blog was about. It was about how let's take our comparison and turn it into compassion because nobody's perfect. We might think they're perfect on Instagram, but yeah. but they're not. <laughs> I got trouble too. Oh yes, we we all have trouble, and um, I keep hearing that phrase related to. Now I love Instagram. I think it can be used for the good. Um, and then I've also heard Instagram be called uh, the highlight reel, or people are posting the highlights of their life on Instagram and it is what you make it. It is. And like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of Instagram. I have a, a business account on Instagram, uh, but you right. cannot compare 
your life to someone's highlight reel or mm -hmm. uh, filtered photos every now and then. And right. uh, you mentioned that you had written an article recently or published an article recently mm -hmm. online. So tell us about your website. Yes. Okay. My website. Yes. My blog. Okay. So I have a passion for writing and I've always, I've loved writing. Gosh, probably when I was at LSU, my degree, I got my degree in public relations. And when I took my first journalism class, loved it. And um, it kind of surprised me. Well, so that was what, oh my gosh, like 11 years ago. <laughs> so, Not too long ago. Not too long, right? Um, and so I slowly, you know, I really, I'm a big journaler, journal all the time. Um, and then doing this pageant, I was encouraged to create my own website that can talk about my platform. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is my chance to write. This is, this is my opportunity. And I was so thrilled. So um, I, I took the wonderful time we've had at home during this virus to really focus and really create the website. Um, it is www.lauraoba.com. So just my name and I have on it, I have, it's, it's just, it's a blog. I have three categories. I have grief, motherhood, and pageantry. And also on there, you'll find a page that's dedicated to experience camps. So if anybody wants more information on, on that camp, they can also just go to my website if they want to find more info there. So, and, I, and I'm trying to post two articles a week. Okay. Um, where I'm, I, I skipped one week, I only did one article, but um, so it's, and I'm try, I try to rotate between, and you, you can subscribe, you can just, find it on, I'll, you know, I post on Facebook whenever I have a new article out. So I'd love for people to check it out. Yeah, I'm excited to read more articles now that you've said you've posted a recent one. And so I'd, I'll be on there reading every now and then. <laughs> so Thank we're all about your story. Yeah. And I encourage um, anyone to go to, would you mind repeating it for us again, Laura? How, how do you spell it out in case we, we're not sure how to spell out OBA? Yeah, I know. Gosh, so complicated. <laughs> oh, that name. Okay, it's www.laurabier.com. Oh, fantastic. And uh, Laura, I have uh, another question for you related to um, staying motivated, staying um, encouraged and uplifted, uh, because I know you've gone through so much and um, now you're trying to balance this, this crazy but blessed home life, et cetera. And now you've got um, Mrs. Louisiana International appearances uh, to add to your, your daily tasks as well. Do you have any type of inspirational quote or Bible verse that you live by each day to keep yourself motivated? Absolutely. I have so many. <laughs> um, I, and actually along the lines of that, I want to encourage anybody, if you read a Bible verse and it sticks out to you, just write it down and then have like a journal that's just your Bible verses. Cause I've had some that I've read, I feel like almost every day for 12 years. And it's, it's amazing how just the simple habit of reading them daily, you just get it, you remember it. And I'll be driving down the road and then something will just kind of pop in my head. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's a Bible verse. And it just gets you inspired um, kind of in your spirit. Um, the one right now that I'm really focused on, I did um, my, I talk about her all the time, Susie, my coach, she um, challenged me 
to take 10 minutes a day and to ask God to show me my truth. And for me right now, I can see my life. I'm in this place where I have direction and things are kind of changing from what they used to be. And I'm going in this direction, but I I don't know what's after. And okay, what's going to happen after Mrs. International? And so I'm, I'm in this place where I'm excited, but I don't know exactly what it is. And so as I've been trying to stay diligent in doing that, um, just letting, taking 10 minutes a day and letting God kind of show me that <clears throat> the Bible verse came to mind is John 16, 13. And it says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And for me, that just gives me peace. I'm like, you know, I'm a planner. I like to see what each piece is going to look like. And it's like, I can just rest in that. Like the Holy Spirit's going to show me when it's time for him to show me. So, Yes, we have to wait on his timing and walk in his plan and to always listen for his direction. And he is the the Prince of Peace. Right, right. Absolutely. Yep. Hallelujah. Girl, we're having a, a whole Bible study today. Girl. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be real. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, girl, you got to read this. You got to read this book. Oh, I just love this verse. Yeah, we're, we're just getting all kinds of information today. And it's always a good time to talk about God and God's influence and uh, the gospel, and, uh, you know, in any way you can. And I think that um, you're in a perfect position to do that as Mrs. Louisiana International, um, because I do think that a lot of people with a crown and sash on, Laura, a lot of people are going to be even more inclined to listen to what you have to say because you, you are in that great position of royalty. And so you could, you could always use your title as a pageant queen um, in order to share your faith, but then also to share your story as well, help, help encourage others. Oh, I just love it. You're going to have the right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're going to be celebrating every day and doing all sorts of great things. Well, if Love anyone it. has any questions for you or any further comments or maybe they, they want to contact you just to chit chat, um, mm-hmm. how, how can we reach you? Can we email you, look you up on social media, get, give us the, the contact information? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and of course, email. Um, I'm trying to make it easy for everybody. Instagram is Mrs. Louisiana International 2020. No periods or anything. Um, Facebook is the same. Uh, it does have a period, Mrs. Louisiana International 2020. And also on Facebook, you can also find me, Laura OBA. Last name is O-B-I-E-R. And then my email is Mrs. L-A International 2020 at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from anybody who wants to reach out and tell me about you or wants advice on um, anything. And especially anyone in Louisiana who wants to, wants to come alongside me, a business, um, you know, a, some sort of place where they need a volunteer, you know, I'm ready for that. And um, I'd love to support, of course, local businesses too. I, I feel like we can all we can all work together and um, just keep keep making a difference out there. Sure, absolutely. Uh, what's that quote, Laura? It's uh, something about teamwork makes the, makes the, the dream, dream work. work. Yeah, yes. teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. <laughs> right, we're all in this together. 
Sure. Well, again, thank you so much, uh, Laura, for appearing on Fastest today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. I did too, really. Thank you so much. This was so great. Highlight of my week. Appreciate it. <laughs>